0: Hello and welcome as we gather for evening prayer for today, Wednesday, the 3rd of June. Once again we gather, though we are separate, in the company and in the presence of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, and with all of God's people, and with the heavenly hosts, to bring our prayers of praise, confession and concern to our God. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, and has entrusted us with the message of reconciliation. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. And recognising that we are a sinful people, prone to do what is wrong, right, wrong, and finding it hard to do what God calls us, we come now to confess those sins. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought, word and deed, and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your Spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. And this, friends, is the good news that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive those sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. Cry out to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with songs of joy. Be assured that the Lord is God. He has made us for himself. We are his own, his people the sheep who feed on his pasture. Come into his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Truly the Lord is good, his love endures for ever, and from age to age he is faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen and a prayer for the evening O God in whom there is no darkness with whom the night is as the day enlighten us by your presence that waking or sleeping we may dwell in your peace in Jesus Christ our Lord amen and our psalm for this evening is Psalm 136 give thanks to the Lord for he is gracious for his mercy endures for ever. Give thanks to the God of Gods for his mercy endures for ever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords for His mercy endures for ever. Who alone does great wonders, for his mercy endures for ever. Who by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever. Who laid out the earth upon the waters for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures for ever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, for his mercy endures for ever. Who smote the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures for ever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endures for ever. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, for his mercy endures for ever. Who divided the Red Sea in two, for his mercy endures for ever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures for ever. But Pharaoh and his host he overthrew in the Red Sea, for his mercy endures for ever, who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures for ever who smote great kings for his mercy endures for ever, and slew mighty kings for his mercy endures for ever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures for ever, and Og, king of Bashan, for his mercy endures for ever, and gave away their land for a heritage for his mercy endures for ever, a heritage for Israel his servant, for his mercy endures for ever who remembered us when we were in trouble, for his mercy endures for ever, and delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures for ever, who gives food to all creatures, for his mercy endures for ever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures for ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. And our other reading is from the book of Romans, Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 2, the first 16 verses. Therefore you have no excuse, whoever you are, when you judge others. For in passing judgment on another you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, are doing the very same things. You say, we know that God's judgment is on those who do such things, and is in accordance with truth. Do you imagine, whoever you are, that when you judge those who do such things and yet do them yourself, you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of kindness and forbearance and patience? Do you not realise that God's kindness is meant to lead you into repentance? But by your hard and impertinent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath. When God's righteous judgment will be revealed. For he will repay according to each one's deeds. To those who by patiently doing good seek for glory and honour and immortality. He will give eternal life. While those who are self-seeking. And who obey not the truth but wickedness. There will be wrath and fury. There will be anguish and distress for everyone who does evil. The Jew and the Greek. But glory and honour and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew and also the Greek, for God shows no partiality. All who have sinned apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous in God's sight, but the doers of the law who will be justified. When Gentiles who do not not possess a law do instinctively what the law requires. These, though not having the law, are a law to themselves. They show that what the law requires is written on their hearts, to which their own conscience also bears witness. And their conflicting thoughts will accuse or perhaps excuse them on the day when, according to my gospel, God through Jesus Christ will judge the secret thoughts of all. May the Holy Spirit of God add her blessing and her understanding to those words today. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour who has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. God has mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. The Lord has shown strength with his arm, and scattered the proud in their conceit, casting down the mighty from their thrones, and lifting up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel. To remember the promise of mercy, the promise made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. And so we come to our prayers of intercession, during which there'll be a time of silence for you to bring those prayers which you hold And which you think are important today to God. You can name name those prayers out loud and speak them with your voice. Or they can be said in silence, for God hears both. Christ, through whom all things were made, sustain all creation. Christ, exalted in the lowest and the least, give us humility. Christ, present in the poor and the oppressed, fill us with compassion. Christ, forsaken in the hungry and the homeless, minister to them through our hands. Christ, present where two or three are gathered, be known among us. Christ, present in word, sacrament and sign, grant us your peace. Loving God, we pray for your Holy Church. For our own churches and chapels. We pray that you will forgive us our indifference to proclaiming your good news. Our unwillingness to obey the command of Christ to go out and preach and baptise and make disciples of all. Forgive us our stubbornness. And we pray that we might once again, rediscover the fire of Pentecost. That we might once again learn how to be a people that are concerned with the world in which we live. In our Methodist cycle of prayer, we pray for the Methodist Church in Benin, in Côte d'Ivoire and in Togo, all in West Africa. And we pray for the Methodist Church of Great Britain and particularly the South East District, for its Chair David Hinchcliffe and assistant chairs Deborah Cornish and Helen Hollands. Accept our prayers for your church. And may we, as your people, always seek to follow where you lead. And we pray for our world. We pray for those who are oppressed. For those who are oppressed because of their race or the colour of their skin. Not just in overt acts of racism but in that systemic racism that pervades all of our society. Forgive us that we are not willing to speak out on behalf of those whose voice is not heard. And may we, as your people, use our voices, our influence... To speak out on behalf of the marginalised, the oppressed and those denied justice. We pray for our war-torn world. Places that maybe are not in the news right now and yet where there is just as much suffering as there was when they were in the news. We pray for all who have no food, no shelter, no means of support, no job, for those trapped in poverty, both across our world and at home. And may we as your people seek to bring a fair distribution of all your resources so that we might live in a world where none will go without and none will have more than they need. We pray for those who are sick or suffering, for those who are infirm because of age for those affected who have mental health issues. We pray for those who have just received difficult diagnoses. And we pray for all who are making their final journey to death. And so we bring to God those people and places now that we've been asked specifically to pray for. Continuing to pray for Val, for Helena and Terry, for the bishop that was kidnapped in Nigeria. For Jean and her family in their grief. And now in a period of silence we bring before God those people, places and situations that are particularly close to us today. Loving God, we remember before you all your servants who have died in the faith of Christ, whether that faith was known to many or to you alone. And we pray that we too may lead faithful and godly lives in this world, and finally share with all the saints in everlasting joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And as our Saviour taught his disciples, we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the darkness and silence of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness that we may take our rest in peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the blessing of God, sustain it creator, sustainer and redeemer, be with us all, be with those whom we love and be with those that we struggle to love this day and always. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest. For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. May the souls of the faithful for the mercy of God rest in peace and rise in glory. Amen.